Are there days when you feel frustrated because you're not seeing progress, but yet you continue to do the same things over and over expecting a different result? Are there days you feel defeated, lost, or hopeless and feel like giving up? Well, you're in the right place, my friend, and I can help. This is the Road to Health podcast, and my name's Tamar, your host for this adventure. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and make my goals and dreams a reality. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that life throws at me, but by working on developing the way I think and how I take action, I've learned to build a firm belief in my own ability to change. No one needs to take this journey alone, so if you want to be empowered to live up to your true potential and meet the challenge of change, join me on the road to health. Hey everyone, Tamar here from the Road to Health podcast. So glad you could join me today. So I'm wondering who is up for a challenge. I know that we are coming up to the holidays and let's be honest, it has been a rough year for some of us and so I figured why not do a challenge to really end 2020 strong. So if you listened to last week's episode, you heard me mention the Discover Your Ikigai workshop. Now, I still have that running on my website, but then I got to thinking this past week, what if I did a challenge, right? It's always more fun to do things in groups because you get to share wins, you get to collaborate, you get to meet new people, and who doesn't like a good challenge? I find that I am much more accountable and I tend to achieve my goals a lot better when I do it in a group. So this is why I created the Discover Your Ikigai Facebook Challenge, which is going to start November 22nd on that Sunday. I'm going to come in and really describe the philosophy of Ikigai and what it means and then kind of prepare you for what to expect the rest of the week. Each and every day, you're going to have a question to answer. You'll have some activities that will help you towards the end of the week really develop that vision for what it is you want in your life. So through all this, you're going to gain more focus, you're going to find direction, and you're going to build resilience because at the end, we're doing a 40-minute workshop where I'm going to teach you really to take what you've learned in developing your Ikigai and give you a solid foundation for goal-setting moving forward. So you don't want to miss out on this. Make sure you head on over to the website www.theroadforward.ca forward slash Ikigai challenge and Ikigai is spelled I-K-I-G-A-I. So make sure you sign up. There's also going to be a grand prize for anybody who gets through the entire week and finishes the challenge and you're just going to have to join the challenge to find out what that is but I promise you you're going to love it you'll get a lot out of it and trust me moving forward your decisions will become easier and you're going to start to be able to achieve your goals. Now speaking of goals the topic I want to discuss today is limiting beliefs or that negative self-talk that can often stop us from living up to our true potential. Now, this is something that I had battled with for a very, very long time, and it wasn't until I started to change the way that I thought that things really started to change. And I love to share this phrase with my clients, we are what we think. We are what we think. Think about that for a second. You know, when you 
look in the mirror right in the morning what do you say to yourself you know do you say that you love yourself that you're an amazing person that you're going to have a good day or do you wake up and think oh my god this is going to be a stressful day do you wake up in a bad mood do you wake up basically predicting what's going to happen to you that day because typically right when we start to forecast that that's exactly what happens right we when we say something our thoughts are so incredibly powerful that it actually manifests what is going to happen have you ever noticed that you know the people who tend to stay a little bit more positive they wake up they say their affirmations they really focus on their mindset they tend to have a better go at it now that's not to say that you're not going to have those tough times because trust me I still do and I wake up every morning and I repeat affirmations to myself daily. One of the areas that I've been really fine tuning over the last couple of years has been my morning routine. Now you've probably heard me talk before how I love to get up at like 4am and start my day and I'm truly excited. I still am you know that has not slowed down and of course I do go to bed earlier than most but it's okay because that time from 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. is my flow time, right? That's when I get the stuff done that I love. And so as I've been fine-tuning my morning routine, one of the real important things that I've been implementing and making sure that I put a lot of effort into are my affirmations, right? What I tell myself each and every day about who I am and what's going to happen. And I've found that I have a lot less days that are just full of stress and worry when I start my time off like this. And what I recommend is if you're one of those people who wakes up and you look in the mirror and it's just like you're dreading to start the day and you have that negative self-talk about yourself, take a few minutes, write down everything that you're telling yourself that's negative, right? That's just eating away at you that you you feel about yourself. Write it down And I want you to turn that into a positive, right? So if, you know, I used to tell myself I'm unattractive, right? I'm overweight, I'm fat. And now I have a positive affirmation that says I'm beautiful and stand in my own power, right? Because what you repeat to yourself comes true and eventually you just start to believe it and that's how life starts to shift. This kind of thinking also makes a huge difference in our goals, right? When we set a goal, it's the journey of achieving that goal that's important, right? If you start off that journey right away thinking, well, I'm going to set this goal again, but I keep failing. Well, guess what? You are going to continue to fail. And I used to do that, you know, weight loss has always been an ongoing struggle for me. And I would find that, you know, I was really excited for a while. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to jump right back onto it. And sure enough, a short time later, I would start to get discouraged. So I would avoid it. You know, I'd make excuses. People would ask me how the diet's going. And then eventually I would just start to blame. And this is something that I talk about in one of my workshops on how to live up to your true potential. But being caught in that cycle Most people get stuck in the cycle over and over and over again, and we just can't seem to escape it, right? That's why realizing how how much power our thoughts have over us is so incredibly important. So when you find yourself saying something negative about yourself or about the day, you know, we are 
what we think, you know, write that down. I would write that down on a post-it note and have it everywhere. I have it when I do my affirmations each and every day. We are what we think because it puts me in such a better mental state when I can say something positive to myself. So about a year after I had turned my life around, I started to suffer from complacency. You know, I felt really good about things and I felt like I had put a lot of solid effort into it, but that I had a chance now to take a break. And the one area that I did not work on for another few years at least was my mindset. And I found that out um, how that would affect me very quickly through my diet nutrition because I had gone so hard that first year. I lost 75 pounds. I was feeling good that even though yo-yo dieting has been a consistent struggle of mine since I was in my mid-20s, I really thought this time I'd be able to keep it off and I'd just be able to keep going. And unfortunately, that wasn't how it worked. And I found myself, as I started to gain weight again, kind of, you know, seeking out the quick fixes, right? How could I lose the 10 pounds, then it was 20 pounds, then it was 30 pounds? How could I lose that really quickly? And I almost felt like I was getting desperate, right? I I stopped doing the things that made me successful. And What happened was, is I started to tell myself, well, you know what, maybe I wasn't going to be thin ever. Maybe I wasn't going to be in shape. Maybe this is just the way I meant to be, you know, like I really started to believe what I was telling myself and it made it even harder to stay on track because every time I'd lose a little bit of weight, if I messed up, that negative self-talk came back and I started saying, well, this isn't happening for me anyway. I might as well just go all in the other direction, right? And that's what caused me to really gain over half of the weight back that I had lost in the first place. And I slowly started to get discouraged. I was proving my thoughts right. After COVID hit and everything kind of took an abrupt halt in my life because I wasn't able to travel like I was, of course, that was what this podcast was about when I first started off, I needed more, right? I needed to do something and I knew that that was the perfect opportunity for me to really start getting uncomfortable, right? And I had made a lot of changes, so I had felt discomfort of getting out of my comfort zone before, but it was always that negative self-talk that would push me back into the comfortable. And, you know, a lot of people tend to get stuck there no matter how bad that, you know, comfort zone is. And my comfort zone has been terrible sometimes, but I always just looked at it easier to stay where I was at then do something out of my comfort zone to get me to where I wanted to go. And so one of the things I decided to do is write my book, Hope Elevated. And I remember when I first got the idea in my head, I was really excited. And then a couple days later, all of a sudden, I started to tell my th- myself, who do you think you are writing this book, right? You don't have a story. And then the next day I would be excited again. And I'm like, no, I want to do this. And so it was this constant battle. You know, I mentioned it before, I went to therapy during writing the book because it brought up a lot of things that I hadn't talked about in a very long time. But it also was fighting through that talk in my head that was telling me, who was I to write a book? Who was I to write my story because I hadn't ended up homeless, right? I hadn't reached a bottom that I compared myself to others who I knew 
in recovery. And that was a big problem for me because I did what I didn't realize at the time was that, you know, sharing my story, maybe other people who had a story just like mine and, you know, haven't asked for help yet, maybe they could relate to that, right? Whereas they can't relate to being homeless. So I decided to push through that discomfort. I got rid of that negative self-talk, you know, and it, it took a lot of effort. Trust me, this isn't something that just happened overnight. I would battle it. You know, there was days I'd go to bed absolutely exhausted, wondering what I was doing. But in the end, I ended up publishing my first book. It felt amazing. It was like the biggest high I've ever experienced. And as you know, I've experienced many different highs, but this was by far the best. And doing this and achieving, you know, I think I hit 52 on the Amazon bestseller status. And that was incredible to me, right? And I share this story because all throughout the journey, I just embraced the journey. I didn't let that limiting belief that I, you know, wouldn't be able to do this, I wouldn't be able to complete it because I'd barely graduated high school. I pushed that out of my head as hard as I could and I kept walking forward no matter what. And as a result, I was able to write my story and make a dream come true. And since then, I have been incredibly driven to help other people see what they are truly capable of. And it's exciting when you get to see a client do something that they never thought they could, right? Because all too often we focus on the things we can't do instead of the things we can do and what we focus on comes true. So tomorrow morning when you're standing in the mirror, you're looking at yourself, tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yourself you're worth it. Tell yourself that you will accomplish what you set out to do because you can I believe in you and make sure you sign up for the Discover Your Ikigai Facebook Challenge. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes and come join us. You know, let's end 2020 in a positive note. And so you can start 2021 setting goals for yourself that are actually going to come true. Because guess what? You're going to enjoy the journey more. It's going to be a lot more fun of a process. And these are actually going to be goals that align with your vision. Anyways, guys, we'll keep it short today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, be safe out there. That wraps up another episode of the Road to Health podcast, where my mission is to empower you to live up to your true potential because you're capable of so much more than you think. I know from experience, it can be hard to make healthy lifestyle changes that actually stick. I work with people to help them create a vision, define their goals, and identify the roadblocks that stop them from achieving them. If you'd like to learn more about my individual and group coaching, visit my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And when you're there, make sure you sign up for one of my free live workshops so you can start your journey today.